0: Well, we'll put 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 it this way. If I was walking through the streets of San Francisco, and somebody, some adult woman, walked up and said, "Have you seen my parents?" I would do the exact same thing. I would just keep looking, not respond, and just book it. Yeah, exactly. I would
1: uh, probably not even make eye contact and be like, "Nope."
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 417 with a review of Finding Dory. I'm Christopher Schneezy.
1: I'm Carson Patrick.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're going to be talking about some creatures that live in the ocean, and Carson's probably going to wish that he was living in or under the water, too, because I believe it's pretty hot out there where you are, right?
1: uh yeah it's uh pretty hot yeah so i had to turn on my air because i was getting sweaty
0: yeah i i uh was just like i was like you know today seems abnormally hot and then like I, you know swapped out the little sidebar on my computer and it still has like my old locations from where i used to live and i was like it's it's 102 yeah it was over
1: <laughs> yeah it was dumb so you're saying it wasn't hot in where you are, because you're in some, you're in, you know, the Moro Bay, California Marine Institute, where it's <laughs> not as strikingly hot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, in fact, it, it's it's so not hot that sometimes it just feels good to lay out on a big rock that's been sitting in the sun and heating up all day. Mm. You know, carry My your pail. <laughs> Carry your pail with your, your unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> and just just plop yourself down on top of a rock
1: All Right, like gerald <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> uh but yeah i mean it, it, it wasn't uh it wasn't too hot up here but i definitely was happy that i now no longer live in an area that's gonna be over 100 during the summer yeah i mean it's whatever yeah but i be but I, you're beating the heat though i guess
1: i i guess yeah just <laughs> trying, trying to make sudden movements, you know.
0: <laughs> you should pop in a Zima pull yourself off the couch. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I just suddenly was like...
1: I don't know, but I instantly remember those commercials.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the real question. Did, did you ever drink a Zima because you were like, hmm, I wonder if it's as refreshing as it looks in the commercial.
1: I never had the pleasure of drinking a Zima. No. I think they discontinued them because they were so lame. <laughs> I don't
0: think you can buy Zima anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had one either.
1: <laughs> I Yeah. Like, Zima was so lame that I'm pretty sure there were, like, plenty of gay jokes associated with Zima <laughs> in, like, movies that came out in, like, the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, it it was, it was the sissy thing they drink, right?
1: Yeah, it was pretty lame.
0: That it, it was like one step below Schmirnoff Ice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but even Schmirnoff Ice, I feel like was was more acceptable than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was, there was Zima, then Schmirnoff Ice, then Mike's I, Hard Lemonade.
1: <laughs> I don't want to stereotype alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Ugh, don't I don't want the I don't want the uh, the PC alcohol police on me.
0: <laughs> You don't want Connor for real to write a song about it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, I'm going to write my hot take. (laughs) I'm going to write a think piece on why Zima was, you know, I wasn't politically engaged back in the the early 2000s, so
0: I don't know. All right, well, what do you say um, we get ready and... uh... Take a seat next to the splash just, zone. Just dive and dive right in. Get ready to yeah, have fun with this review of Finding Dory. <clears throat> We're going to take a listen to the trailer for Finding Dory and then come back and give you a review. Hello! Did you hear that? was that? Hear what? Stan, I just, I heard someone say hello. Yeah, there's a lot of fish here. Anybody, literally anybody could have just said hello. hello? There. Where am I looking? There. Oh.
1: Hi, I'm Dory.
0: Yeah, well, where are your parents? <sighs>
1: i lost my family.
0: Where did you see them last?
1: I forgot. I was looking for something and I... Okay, totally get it. Date night. I suffer from short-term memory loss. It runs in my family. At least I think it does. Where are they? Dory, there you are! Guys.
0: Look out! Ah. Oh, look at this. Our friend got taken into whatever this place is. It's a fish hospital. I feel fantastic! Listen Dude. My name's Hank.
1: I have to find my family.
0: That's a hard one, kid.
1: Well, then I guess you're stuck here. You're not helping, Bill. Wrath the things. I lost my family. That is so sad. You weren't Not a
0: great swimmer. Our friend is in there lost, alone.
1: Bailey, you've got to use your echolocation. Ooh, I feel stupid. Poor babies. Let me get that for you. Woo!
0: Mom! Dad! She should just pick two and let's go. Dad. What? I'm kidding. I get the feeling they're shushing us for a reason.
1: Like something with one big eye, tentacles, and a snappy thing. Well, that's very
0: specific, but something like that.
1: Somewhere out there is my family. I can't find them on my own.
0: Hang on, Dory. Surf's up, dude. Here to me. I don't want to be touched. Sorry.
1: That's okay. Everybody does it. Nothing to be ashamed of. Trust
0: Becky. You trust Becky. Becky's eating a cup. Just keep swimming. Mom,
1: Dad. Does this mean we have to say goodbye to Dory? I don't
0: know why I thought I could do this. Dory, you are about to find your parents. And when you do that, you'll
1: be home.
0: Sea lions. They are natural predators.
1: They could pounce at any moment. <laughs> My, don't you worry... Yep. Off
0: the rock, don't you worry about a thing. All right, so uh, that was the trailer for Finding Dory It is the follow-up to Finding Nemo. Uh, in that story, <coughs> Nemo was found, and we met a little fish that had a problem with a short-term memory. Yes. And uh, in this film, it takes place about a year after the events of the first one, and, or is, it, was it a year?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a year later. They okay. so so it's a, a year later, Title and uh,
0: Dory starts to remember that she has a family, and uh, she decides how convenient they, based on this momentary glimpse of something that reminds her of her parents that she is going to go off and uh, try to find them. Yeah, she Which went is... up
1: to she went up to Marlin, and she was like, "I remember everything," and then I was like, Bree! "Like that <laughs> Moby hit,"
0: and then Marlon was like. <laughs>
1: Punch in on Julia Stiles out of nowhere.
0: Just because you remember it doesn't mean you know everything. Or <laughs> yeah. the
1: Which I'm pretty sure that exact line is in this movie. <laughs> like I swear to you, that that line is. There's a similar line in this movie, as in the upcoming return of Matt Damon as Jason Bourne.
0: And there is also a big truck that drives through traffic uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of similarities i mean dory is really the the, the jason born of fish
0: <laughs> yes she can't remember anything that is true that's yeah. true well uh can you remember whether or not you like this film
1: uh i mean it's okay i i it's fine um i can't say that i i I liked it, but I mean it's not a bad way to it's watchable. I mean, especially if you want to beat the heat and see a movie, it's 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 totally harmless. I think that uh you know, Finding Nemo was is probably a top-tier Pixar movie and this is I guess you could say lower tier but and and nowadays it r- really doesn't matter because i feel like they have just gotten so i don't know pixar isn't as exactly as reliable as they once were so you're kind of just i don't know where i'm going with that but uh <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out um well no yeah
0: I, I mean i i know what you're saying like we have come to realize that that like there was a point in time where if there was a Pixar film coming out, it was going to be amazing. And yeah, we, we've kind of over-
1: seen the we've we know the tricks kind of, and we you, know well, we've seen behind the curtain a little bit.
0: But but even besides the tricks, I think quality wise, they've had enough misses now that you are wondering if this is going to be the on or the off film, right? Like you're like, like okay, so this it's an interesting concept, or maybe it's not an interesting concept, but you still don't know whether it's going to be the one that like blows you away or the one where you go like, Oh yeah, that's right. They have to make movies because they need money to make other movies.
1: I mean, especially in, in the case like this, where the sequel is coming out, what, uh, 16 years after the first movie, uh, where, you know, it, it really didn't seem like it, 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 the situation seems more like, Oh, Hey, Finding Nemo was a hit. Let's go back to that. Well, has it been Um, 16 years? Uh yeah,
0: 2003. <laughs> Dude, you just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, Holy shit.
1: And, and I mean, there was a there was probably well, let's see, 2010. No, so 12 years in between Monsters mm-hmm. Inc. and Monsters University. Uh, which I mean, that was a similar situation too, where it's like, okay, they're gonna go back to that. But I mean, I enjoyed Monsters University, but it was there was definitely a difference in okay, the you know, the first movie was obviously much more substantial and the second one was a lot more just fluff, which is fine. But, uh, you know, I but, guess you could, I, categorize, I, you I could rem- categorize Finding Dory as more fluff than substantial Pixar. But, but,
0: but I kind of thought that Monsters University was going to be fluff. And I actually remember being fairly impressed by what they did with their story and and how they perfectly aped, like the the college, um, the college movie tropes. Like they they yeah. they they uh, did a send up to the genre of college movies, but also kept it in the universe of of um, Monsters Inc. And then also gave you a story that was deep enough to justify the existence of the film itself. Um, so I was actually super impressed with Monsters University.
1: Yeah, I mean it definitely wasn't half assed. Um, I mean I think Monsters University has maybe the best message in any Pixar movie, which is, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. Um, (laughs) As opposed to most of
0: their messages, which is, oh, only special people can do stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, which is the message in this movie is kind of like, you can be whatever you want to be. And it's like, uh, okay. Um, Yeah, so... I just feel like that that this movie was definitely uh, in more of the fluff realm, and that's fine. I mean, the you know, like I said, it's totally harmless. I think the animation is you know as always terrific, and um, I, I don't know. I just think that you know, not to not to like pick this movie apart like it's some kind of hardcore drama, but um, there's something about the character. I think the reason the, for me at least why this movie doesn't work is that the character of Dory is in the first movie a side character and pretty much used in small doses for comedic relief and now she's front and center in her own movie and that character becomes increasingly annoying because I feel like now it's like she is the whole focus and to me, like, she's not a character that would merit her own movie, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like that she, unlike someone like Jason Bourne, someone with memory loss, like, she, it's just <laughs> like, you're just, like, the first, the, the begin, oh, pretty much the first half of this movie, you're just like, calm the f*** down, like, shit, like, shit fish, like, just take a breath for a minute and, you know, try to work things out. Now in the latter half of the movie, she kind of puts her, you know, it becomes a thing where it's like, okay, like I have to problem solve to get out of certain situations. But like the, the very first instant that she has like a memory flash, she like, like there's this, you know, shot where she's zooming out of the reef and out into the ocean, you're just like, uh, uh, hello, like, calm down, like, you remember what happened last time, um, (laughs) like, it just seems like, again, this is stupid, but it just seems like, you know, if you're someone who has the disadvantage of memory loss, you wouldn't just be willy-nilly, like, I'm gonna go off on my own, I would need help, you know what I mean, like, uh, you know, I'd have to Fucking write shit down on my body, like, Guy Pierce style. Like, I'm not going to just <laughs> shoot off into the ocean. John, John G killed
0: my parents.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not just going to shoot off into the ocean, you know, and be like, ah, my parents are out there. I, I don't know. There's just something about that.
0: Well, um, I mean, that's, that, that, that's part of the thing with her character. I mean, she she's not just a character who has memory loss. She's a character that is a very free spirit and is maybe um not that she's not intelligent it's that she prioritizes fancy distractions over common sense like that's the whole the, the entire first film is about one person who is purely rational and another person who is purely experiential and free-going yeah. and the entire film is sort of about you know Marlon coming out of his shell and and becoming more of a person who can uh, open up to new experiences and not be so rigidly constrained in in what he's doing in life. And Dory allows that to happen by being such a free spirit. She's the
1: manic pixie dream fish. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, But in this story yeah yeah. i mean she she's just being that and she's less restrained because she's just sort of going out on her own adventure and i think that you know I've, I've heard some other people talk about how at the beginning of the film it's fine and it's fun and then as the film goes on it starts to grade on you and i think that it's not just that over time the the quote-unquote charm of it wears off i think part of it is because the film starts in flashback mode and we get this incredibly cute version <laughs> of Dory uh, that, like, like if the whole movie was this baby Dory who's just too cute for you to be angry at, like, I I don't know that it would be a better film, but it would never get old, right? And be you'd be like, oh, I want to hate you, but I can't because your stupid big ass eyes are just so damn cute. Um, but adult Dory, in the fish sense, is, uh sort of just a weirdo right like like it's it's not the same experience as watching a a cute little tiny fish um when it's an adult fish who's just being weird and even the other fishes are kind of like oh no sorry i can't help you um
1: yeah they're just like gtfo well i mean you'd think as an adult as an adult you would come to have learned certain experiences and not just you would become a little hardened you wouldn't just be you know Oh, same old Dory, just, I don't know. Like, it to well, me, well,
0: put, I— th- put, put, put it this way. If I was walking through the streets of San Francisco and somebody, some adult woman walked up and said, Have you seen my parents? I'd I be like, I would do the exact no. same thing. I would just keep looking, not respond, and just book it. Yeah, exactly. I
1: would uh, probably not even make eye contact and be like, nope.
0: I already don't like when, when like strangers try to talk to me. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> when no. Crazy people asking me about their parents.
1: Well, I mean, you never know. It's like, yeah, it's like, can I have some change? Okay, here you go, and then you have a knife in your face, you know? That's <laughs> then you're knifed in the stomach and you're just like, "Oh, why did I do that?" Um that that's my Last reasoning. Time i try
0: to help anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but I, to me, like I, the the um well, that that whole opening with Baby Dory, the cynic in me was just rolling my eyes so hard because that was just so like so much pandering to. Oh, look how cute she! is. And I was just like, ah, oh, this little oh, come on, Carson. this little Baby Dory oh, was.
0: No, I have memories of a lot.
1: No, that was so <laughs> annoying. Um, I mean, you
0: have no soul, Carson. I
1: feel like there's a place for cute and quirky and manic, but like, I I feel like. In this instance, and in the instance of Inside Out, like I feel like it was just overload. Like that was that was an, my that was one of the big beefs I had with Inside Out was that like Joy was just like. Like not calm and then sadness was like the the, the same but opposite and she's like oh i'm gonna touch everything it's like no dummy like just just stop and think like everything they did was just stupid it's like no if you were smart this all this wouldn't happen but Carson, the whole
0: point of the movie is that if you let any one emotion rule everything then it's gonna be bad
1: i know but they were just so annoying like i just i just ah like i said there's i feel like there's there's a way to do it, but it's when it's just like the overload, like in the beginning of this with the the baby Dory. It was just like ah, oh, like it was too much. It was like exactly like the 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 Piper short in the beginning of this was the same way. Or just oh, like dude, the
0: Piper short was cute. Come on, Oh, uh, no, <laughs> Carson, you need to give in to I'm your try- inner your inner child.
1: I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of like. Cute, like other examples that were that were cute, but not like nauseatingly so. Uh, Just
0: in in life or in no specifically... like it,
1: <laughs> in, in like other movies, like specific animated movies. I, I mean, I guess uh, I I don't know. Like Ratatouille was cute, but he wasn't like you know. It wasn't like so much so that you know he was a little more he had a personality and it wasn't just like I I would say Wally
0: is cute Ratatouille is a rat (laughs) yeah but he's a a
1: cartoon rat rat, though it's fine Um, I don't know but yeah it's uh there was that was just too much I I feel like that that really it really bothered me that. That there was just like too much of that. And also, like that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like her character is is a lot better in small doses, and now this whole movie is attributed to her. And yeah, I mean, luckily, I, I feel like that the movie gets better in the second half, because we were introduced to uh The you know. Yeah, I liked <laughs> I liked Hank, the, the octopus. I liked all the new characters that they that they had. Um, especially the seals and the <laughs> the bird, what was it, Becky? Um Yeah, like uh Gerald was cool. He was cute. I don't know. See that he wasn't like overload, you know? Uh um, well, what
0: what about the the, <laughs> the otter cuddle party?
1: Yeah, that was that was fine, because it wasn't like in your face, you know. I don't know, but I I like the whole, I like the, I like the ending, you know, it kind of got a little madcap, and, um, I, you know, I like that they're just like, oh, f- it, we're just gonna have the octopus drive a truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, they paid that off ba- based on the earlier scene where he's driving the stroller.
1: That's true, yeah, but um, I, I liked, I actually and, 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 liked and it And it's also
0: just a prequel to uh, <laughs> Monster Trucks. Oh,
1: (laughs) yeah. Oh, man. The literal, (laughs) literal monster trucks.
0: Yeah, people Google monster trucks if you haven't had the pleasure of that yet.
1: Yes, it's only been delayed for over a year. Don't don't Um, Google just monster
0: trucks, but Google monster trucks trailer.
1: Monster trucks movie 2017. Uh, But but, but yeah, no, I I thought it was, I actually thought it, it got better at the end than it was where it started off.
0: Here, here, here's the thing that i think about this film it, it is i thought this was a perfectly fine film i enjoyed watching it i had fun watching it i i don't think it has the the gravitas or the weight of your average pixar film that that does an all right job at something it it wasn't really striving for a lot though and i think that that's sort of it's not even really a problem because this is just a film that you watch and you'll have fun with it um they they you know they they try to bring in a few heartwarming moments um toward at the beginning and the end of the film just to kind of like bookend the story but really what we're getting is almost like a a inside of Pixar fan flick of set in the um finding nemo universe right it, it's just it's a, se- a series of little vignettes of what would these different uh, marine animals um uh, do in these situations if they were doing the stuff that they're doing right like it's just like what kind of funny things could we do it's the entire film is sort of like the outtakes of inside out right in like during the credits we were just seeing scenarios in which somebody's emotions are governing their reaction to a situation and it's like oh those are all funny and you know hilarious little moments but the story overall isn't trying to go for a big, heartwarming... Um, it's it's not really going for a message. It's not really going for a a big, impactful stance on some truth about the life that we all lead. It is more just a simple story set in the universe of these films and involving fish in uh, an, an aquarium uh, rescue park type thing and how they would interact with each other and um it's kind of like hey introduce a new character deal with them for a little bit introduce a new character and it's sort of like each like this could be like a mini series on disney channel or something right this could be a story where in the first episode the scenario is set up and then in each episode we meet a new person at this uh, marine whatever facility and at the end we get the end of the film and I I'm not going to complain too much about that because we all knew this was just a sequel and I don't think anybody was like super super excited for the story in it. Um but I feel that it's sort of like you 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 get what you paid for and you're going to have a good time and it's it's enjoyable to watch, but it's not one of those like you you're not going to rank it very high if you're making a list of Pixar films. It doesn't approach the worst of the Pixar films. Um it's definitely better than that, but it also doesn't feel like it ever really had a place where it needed to be in existence at all
1: yeah, I mean that's kind of where I stand too it does It does have that feeling of like one of these these toy story shorts that they put out every couple holidays or something on uh on a b c family or something you know <laughs> uh it it has that sort of feeling it's definitely not. Uh, yeah, it's not, doesn't have that weight. But, uh, I mean, I don't think they really, uh, they didn't really need to because I think people would have shown up anyway. But yeah, I mean, like, watching this, it's like, is it justified as a sequel? It's like, no, I mean, they didn't need to make this, but they did, and it's fine. I mean, people will like it. The audience that I that I had was totally into it so i mean that's fine i mean it's it's core demo is is gonna love it but you know for me it was just like it was just whatever so,
0: <laughs> well, it, so- it
1: it looked nice and the the voice acting is good but it just it's just kind of just like okay uh, that was that <laughs> I mean really what, what more else is there other than like me kind of just rolling my eyes at the whole like you know at the some of the character things but yeah
0: No I mean I mean I I 100% feel you. I mean it it, it is a film that it it's pleasing on a simple level. Like there it's not trying to do anything deep and it's it's successful at what little sort of um what little sort of uh, world it is shooting for, right? But yeah. the, the question is, in a world where we're getting a ton of remakes that are all really bad, or reboots that are really bad, or sequels that are really, really bad, is it harmful to have a very simple sequel that executes on the, the simple gags and doesn't try to do anything meaningful to the story? I mean, it, it's...
1: No, I mean, uh, dude, any... For every any Pixar movie is watchable, like even Cars two, you can just sit there and be like, let it just wash over you. You know, I mean, it's like it. I feel like they always have some sort of watchability. But like, you know, like
0: for for instance, I mean, like so so obviously, if if you're somebody with kids, this is like the type of thing that you can take kids to, and they're gonna love it. And that's fine, but like before this film, they showed the trailer for the Storks, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen the new trailer, but I saw the. the oh, teaser! Well,
0: you, you're you're gonna freak when you watch the new trailer because that teaser was kind of funny, right? Like it, it just like like there's the stork guy talking yeah, about the process and the baby machine, and the human is messing everything up. The actual trailer for this film, this movie is gonna be so bad that it's insane like i wanted to walk out of the theater during the trailer for the storks like it's it just the jokes are terrible the delivery is terrible the dialogue is terrible everything about this trailer looks really, really bad that and means it's world-
1: probably great
0: yeah, yeah, no, no. but like in in a world where like people are churning out things because they know people with kids are going to go out and see them i feel it's it's nice to have a film like finding dory where at least the the quality that it's going for is at least like the bar is being set high enough that you may walk out not knowing why the film was made, but you also feel like, no, like that was a proficiently made film and it did, it checked enough boxes to make that not a complete waste of my time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie is, is pretty much in between, like it's not a Zootopia sophisticated, sophisticated, type of animated movie and it's not a completely uh completely dumb animated movie i you know it kind of it kind of rests in between where and that's fine i mean you know sometimes i'd rather watch the the dumber animated movie but uh i don't know like this was just it was harmless and it's fine and i like the character the new characters in it and um uh, yeah, I like the I like the thing at the very end of the movie. There was a, the scene after the credits. There was more seal shenanigans.
0: Oh, I didn't actually stay till after the credits.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, spoilers: Gerald gets his Gerald gets back on the rock.
0: <laughs> All right, damn! And, right, now I, I got to go see the movie again just to figure <laughs> out what happens to Gerald.
1: <laughs> I mean, really, nothing. He just. They scare him off and he comes back and like pops his head up and then he has this sneaky grin on his face like, you didn't see me. (laughs) Um. Oh, but then they had like, then they had like, remember the fish in the the dentist office in the first one? Yeah. So like they, they all show up in these, in individual plastic bags. They like roll in and they're like, oh, we made it to the Institute. And they're like, oh, great. And then like those people in the boat come and scoop them up. And then the the two seals get distracted because they're looking at those fish that roll in. And then that's when Gerald pops up and he's all like. So that was it. That was that. Hopefully that means that the third one is finding Gerald. Gerald got loose. We got to go find him. That's that's the movie I'll see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe there'll be a spinoff.
1: Oh, and the, the the stuff with all the stuff with Sigourney Weaver, like that was all funny and clever,
0: I thought. I don't I don't even get like what, what is the joke?
1: Well, I think the joke is that like, I don't know, she narrates a lot of like nature documentaries okay, okay. and stuff. That, so. That's just
0: that's just the whole joke though, right? Like I I just wanted to make sure there wasn't something I was missing.
1: I mean I think that was the gist, is that you know, or they, you know, they just wanted to have like a celebrity. I don't know. They're like Ooh, Sigourney Weaver has a pleasing voice. I don't know. I, I think it was because she's narrated a lot of they're probably like kids don't know who Alan Alda is. So we'll get Sigourney
0: Weaver. They could have got Morgan Freeman.
1: Yeah, they could have, I guess.
0: But I guess there weren't any penguins in this, so. No. Does he do? He does the penguin one, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, he did March of the Penguins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like Morgan Freeman voiceover is kind of played out,
0: dude. I I will watch an episode of of Through the Wormhole <laughs> like <laughs> any day of the week.
1: I mean, yeah, for sure. But he's like he's like the Bob Ross.
0: He's just like mad because you hated uh, Now You See Me, and you can't hear him saying anything other than. Now the horseman will get you.
1: <laughs> but I didn't hate now you see me. What do you mean?
0: Yeah, that's right. No, you didn't.
1: fucking <laughs> <Shh, laughs> Dory over here. Short term memory. I
0: have short term memory, wash.
1: We got still Chris. Early onset Alzheimer's over here. I am getting up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You gotta use your, you know you gotta you gotta use your techniques to remember things
0: I gotta pop my ginkgo tablets
1: you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: anyway, speaking about forgetting things should we uh forget to our verdict <laughs> speaking of things, that was the one funny joke
1: in analyze that the second one where Billy Crystal's all like. Or Lisa Kudrow said, like, did you take your ginkgo today? Or what does your ginkgo do? He's like, oh, it helps with memory and something else. I forgot. That was, like, the one. <laughs>
0: yeah, the joke's so good.
1: Speaking of Zima,
0: the that was my was a
1: Zima re- reference there.
0: The only thing I remember from those movies is in the first one, when he was talking about the consigliere and, yeah. like, how to pronounce it, and then, don't you ever talk back to me. Uh, these movies yeah. are not good. The-
1: the second one was not good. The first one is hilarious, but the second one, opposite of finding Nemo and Dory. Right? Well, no, I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Well, back to finding Dory. Um, you want to do verdicts now? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you were going to give able to say must see, I recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must avoid, what would you give it?
1: Uh, I'd just give it a wait for rental. <laughs> All
0: right. Um... Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's probably a wait for until also. I mean, I, I, if you were excited to see it and you go see it, it's enjoyable. You will enjoy it. But you're also... It's not one of those things where you need to rush out and see it. If you wait till it's available on Netflix or wherever Pixar movies are sold, then you're going to get the same experience because it's not really... which reminds me i I love the there's like a bunch of scenes where they go to the edge of the reef and they're like oh i want to look at the view and the view is really nothing like if you turn (laughs) it's just water yeah if you face the deep water and face back at the reef like that's where all the pretty stuff is like looking into cloudy murky water is not a view to me it's like it's like if you were in space and when you stared off into space there were no stars that's what you're looking at. But anyways, I mean, uh, it's the
1: same thing where it's just like, <laughs> you know, in this one, it's like, oh, well, they got across the Pacific Ocean mighty fast in this one. They took a whole movie the last time.
0: Well, they, know, they're, they're using the, um, the Game of Thrones system of travel.
1: Well, I, yeah, I mean, this this they, you know, they kind of made the joke where he's like, I know a guy like I've done this before, although Albert Brooks's meta lines where he's just like uh never cross the ocean twice or whatever you never cro- cross the ocean twice i was like yep <laughs> same can be said about this movie <laughs>
0: it's just meta because you should never make a movie about crossing the ocean twice
1: <laughs> well you just don't make another finding whatever movie i you know it felt very meta to me
0: I just like the scene where his fish character went up against Ryan Gosling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who doesn't? I need to use the kid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, yes, we did our verdicts, and uh, I think now we can probably close the episode out?
1: Yeah, or we could just sit around and... (laughs) stretch this out for an ungodly amount of time <laughs>
0: unfortunately I forgot what we were doing <laughs> cause I have sword to a memory loss oh just that's right alright really <laughs> <laughs> well that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast I believe that you can find Carson uh, swimming around near the undertow and not paying attention to it cause he never listens to what he's told uh, me you um, can find just a over rebel at, <laughs> like that me you can find over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or toter.com Christopher IRL. you can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show if, if you want to know when the episodes go live you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoiler warning or like us at facebook.com slash the warning if you want to get a hold of us directly you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com you can use the contact form on our site or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW that's 760-575-4879 music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to finding dory so hopefully you are enjoying that and uh yeah that's the episode We should be back to our more normal schedule in the next few weeks, so get ready for all those episodes to come. Thank you for joining me, Carson.
1: Yes. You are welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye.